This is Bill McLive, iHeartRadio's talk for the Space Coast. With today's Common Sense on Common Radio. Here's Bill Mick. Welcome to hour number three of a Monday morning. It's the 23rd of August. 21, and the McPherson Financial Group is bringing you this hour of Bill McLive. You want to weigh in as we talk to my buddy Dave Bowman, host of Plausibly Live, the Dave Bowman Show podcast, which I got to spend three glorious days on last week. Since I wasn't able to be here inventing, I got to do some venting with Dave. Well, we return the favor every Monday and let Dave do some venting here in our third hour of every Monday morning. So nice to have you there for that. You want to weigh in, it's 321-768-1240. Stories shared for you at BillMick.com that Dave and I will be kicking around this morning under the uh, Bill and Dave header. And I've shared one of those on the WMMB Facebook page just now, which is what the heck is it with celebrity hygiene and all of the news around that? We'll get into that in a little bit. But I want to start the morning uh, in the sports world. But first, let's check in and see how in the world Dave Bowman's doing. Dave, how are you, buddy? I am well into my second pot of coffee, so I guess I'm doing just fine, Bill. You've got a good start for a Monday. I'm glad. That's You, you are uh, probably the most coffee, um, let's see, are you addicted or are you otherwise coffee-related? I am not addicted. I can stop anytime I want. I choose not to. Well, and that's a good choice based on my mornings as well, so glad to have it along. Um, thank you for the time on the show last week. I enjoyed every minute of that. That was a lot of fun enjoyed the chance that we had to get together and talk the stuff that was going on, even though I couldn't come here and talk it. You know what I liked about that most, Bill, was that we we kind of put aside the podcast format and we just went with more of a radio format, and, and that's something that I do miss. Mm-hmm. Podcasting is great. I, I love it. But there is something about the thinking on your feet for a radio-type format, and it was kind of nice to to get the back and, to, back and forth with a radio format. So... I, I, I certainly enjoyed that. I think uh, the audience, uh, based on my responses, seemed to enjoy it. So maybe we should do it more often. You know what? We can do that. I'd be glad to do that. That'd be a lot of fun. Enjoy doing that anytime we get the chance. And lots of things going on in your world, including, we'll get to it later, but uh, you're back into some mandate land in Washington State. Uh, you had been celebrating the fact that there was no mask mandate any longer and that when they tried to keep one, folks were seemed to be non-compliant. And then you realized, as I heard on your podcast yesterday, it doesn't start until tomorrow or today. Well, well it started today, right? Yeah. So well, we'll get there a little later in the show. But you and I are both <sighs> sports guys. We enjoy our sports for what they are and hopefully have them as the diversion we like. But social issues have crept in and have become a part of every sports entity, it seems, and now the Washington Redskins, that I will call the Redskins until my dying day, have made a decision that we didn't get to talk about yet. We've had this on tap for a couple of weeks and just couldn't get to it, that they're not going to allow their fans to wear Native American headgear, which they have done in the past, and uh, maybe wearing war paint. They also um, want their unvaccinated guests to wear masks but they are bringing tailgating back. At Fevertree, we never compromise yeah, by using artificial sweeteners or colors. We travel the earth. something coming in loud from you. Sorry. Yeah, I tried to open up the story, and you know how these 
stupid news sites are with their playing their videos over everything. Anyway, point being that, yes, you are correct. We had actually talked about this. I think we talked about this off the air. What happens when these teams decide to to do this stuff? You know, well, the Cleveland Indians, that's who we talked about, the Cleveland Indians. Well, they tell their fans they can't wear their Indians jackets anymore. Yeah, no more you Chief know, Wahoo. They, no Chief Wahoo hats or whatever. I'm not surprised that the Washington Woofed Skins, that's what I call them, um, the Woof Skins have decided. By the way, have you seen the names that they've come up with to replace that? I've seen some banding about. Nothing really uh, that anybody's yeah. liking yet, for sure. I swear to God, one of the suggestions is the Washington presidents, which would be the dumbest thing they could possibly do. So I'm kind of hoping they would do that. But anyway, uh, the Wolfskins have, like you said, they've decided now they're not going to allow any Native American iconography in the uh, in the stands at all. Which and no you know, face again, paint I don't either. Know. In addition to the head, right. no face paint, right? So, so what happens if it's face paint like these soccer people do, where where, where they're just painting their face out? It's not necessarily Indian war paint, as it were, but it's just the burgundy and gold paint on their face. Are they going to tell them no? You can't come in. But then again, if you got to wear a mask anyway, why paint your face? I mean, well, what about the wigs? You don't have to wear the the mask, so there you have that. Right? Do the hogs? Do the do the hog fans? Do, I mean. Do they have to take their noses off? I mean, let's face it, pigs aren't kosher. That's offensive, right? Why are Why are we allowing that? I don't. Uh, How far where is, is this going to go? The question. You know, something right. that surprised me in the story, Dave. It is expected that each ticket holder agrees to uphold the ticket holder promise. Did you know you were buying into a promise when you're buying the ticket? Yes, I actually did know that. That's that's been around for a long time with the NFL. Um, I have a ticket from 1973 from a Broncos game that I went to in 1973 that actually has uh, that warning on the back: "You will abide by you know certain standards of conduct and and likes that." The the problem is what they do with that standard of conduct. They don't print that on the ticket. You know, you got to go somewhere else to find that, probably on the web now. And and nobody ever actually reads that. So they can change that each and every day to whatever they want it to be. Well, today you can't wear war paint. Uh, tomorrow you can't, uh, you know, you can't say, hey, ref, are you blind? And, and if you do, you're, you're going to be in violation of the, of the, t- the ticket holder promise agreement or whatever. Uh-huh. It's, it's very fluid. It's, it's, very, uh, it, it, it's very situational ethics. Right. You know, today we don't like this next week we won't like that. And that's that's part of the problem with this. And, and again, it's the point now where it's why I don't go to NFL games anymore. It's not that I don't like the NFL. It's just at, at, at my house, I can sit in my shorts and, you know, eat snack crackers and the likes of that and yell whatever I want. Nobody says anything. Yeah, well, at least nobody who is in the NFL. Uh, the Kansas City Chief, you mentioned the Indians a minute ago in Cleveland. Kansas City Chiefs said they're going to move away from some of their Native American imagery, but they're not going to change their name. And they had a horse called War Paint that, number one, they were getting rid of the horse. I guess they don't want the word War Paint affiliated with them now. Uh, he's, he's not going to be part of their games any longer, as he used to. they used to ride him around to rally the crowd, and that's not going to happen anymore in Kansas City either. Are, are we just playing too much into all of this, Dave? Well, yeah. Um, as a as a diehard Bronco fan, I'm okay with that. I can't stand the Chiefs anyway. But as, <laughs> as, as a football fan, yeah, I I think we're 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 going to the extreme now. 
is that just the way the culture is shifting? It could be. I mean, we do things today that would, would you know, will probably appall people a hundred years from now, just like what people did a hundred years ago appalls us now. You know, cultures change, societies shift, the, the likes of that. Uh, but I think the the difference here is that this is not organic. This isn't something where people are, you know, I was reading this morning about Ronald McDonald. When was the last time you saw Ronald McDonald? I can tell you the answer to that because you probably don't know. I don't. Uh, it was two, 2016 was the last time you saw him, but you didn't even notice. No, because that's true. When, when, when Ronald McDonald went away, it was just quietly done. None of the shifts in the NFL and sports and society, the woke culture right now, which is we all know woke cultures, woke just means you're a loser. Um, none of this is organic. It's being forced. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the difference in the cultural shift is it's being, it's being foisted upon us by people who are more interested in virtue signaling how great they are than any actual change involved, as we well, all that's know. That's very true, and that virtue signaling is going to come in handy down the road. Hang on just a second, Dave, while I remind everybody that the West Cocoa Pharmacy is one of our sponsors on the program. Whatever it is you need for your supplements to prevent COVID or your prescription for combating COVID, should you have it, all the prevention and treatment methods available to you through the West Cocoa Pharmacy, whatever it is your doctor is recommending for you. They also have 10-minute COVID testing available. If you've got that need that I ran into last week, they have uh, great cash pricing. 40% of the time, their their generic cash pricing is going to beat what your copay is for the name brand drug on your insurance. So that's just the start of the savings at the West Cocoa Pharmacy is Don, Doc, and their crew are committed to providing quality service, whether it's in the store, curbside delivery, or free delivery to most of Brevard, and uh, quality pricing for you, making sure your pharmacy experience is what it ought to be and what you should expect from an independent local pharmacy. You can learn more at CocoPharmacy.com or give them a call. It's 321-305-6909 for the West Cocoa Pharmacy. Dave Bowman with us from Silverdale, Washington, early in the morning. Let's get a quick call in, Dave. Good morning. You're up with Bill and Dave. What's your thought today? Yeah, good morning, guys. Uh, third wisest man and hey, Dave. Uh, I just had a quick suggestion here. Uh, for all of these uh, uh, teams that have been uh, affiliated with Native American logos, etc., uh, since they have been so thoroughly emasculated, uh, they could just rename their team the Squaws, and <laughs> and uh, there's no chance that that would offend anybody. And uh, uh, you know, just name them the Squaws and uh, get on with it. I like where you're coming from, Skip. How you feeling? I know you're still recovering. I'm uh, every day. I'm uh, I'm like Chief Inspector Dreyfus in the. Uh, Pink Panther movies. I look in the mirror, and uh, every day I am getting better and better. So thank you so much for all the prayers, and uh, uh, thankfully we've had a few of our number who have uh, who have recovered quite well, and uh, uh, unfortunately we've had a few that have been added to the sick list. Sure, I understand. So well, Skip, I look forward to seeing you as soon as you're up to up to it and about. Thanks so much. Dave, any thoughts on uh, renaming to the Squaws? That might be fun, huh? Yeah, what the hell is this uh, third wisest man and Dave thing? How do I, <laughs> where, where do I fit into that? Anyway. You're the and yeah, Dave you can re- part. I'll explain yeah, the I know. wisest man off the air. The audience already knows what that is. So nonetheless, <laughs> uh, we will get back into it. Another sports story and then uh, celebrity hygiene. What the heck? That is 
it's baffling to me. We let you in on it as well at 321-768-1240 as a Monday on Bill McLive continues on 92.7 FM WMMB. Glad you're with us. That's cool. Here we go. Hang on. By Rush, weekdays, noon to 3 on 92.7 FM WMMB. The time is 826. This hour of the program brought to you by the McPherson Financial Group. Your access as we talk with Dave Bowman, sharing his time with us today. Overdale, Washington, 321-768-1240, where he gets up and gets caffeinated early to be able to participate in this fray. By the way, insider email, daily event, hit your inbox about 4 o'clock each day. Links you back to my blog page where you will find today's column a little later, um, last week's McNuggets. And Wednesday's column is entitled, Going Around with the Rona, I have small observations after missing work last week. Uh, well, missing being at work. I did do work, but and some of that with Dave on, on his show. But uh, anyway, catch up with those columns and everything else that goes on at BillMick.com daily with that insider email. Sign up top of the page at BillMick.com. Dave, I've got a question or two and a story or three. What the heck is it with this society's fashion fascination about celebrity hygiene, whether they bathe often enough, if at all, or they bathe their children often. You've got Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, who's gorgeous, but dirty apparently. They don't bathe their kids until they see dirt on them. And the society, at least the pages that deal with celebrity news, they're just fascinated with these people and when they bathe and when they don't and the other things that they're doing. Hey, why are we fascinated with this, and what is it about not taking a bath? You know, I, th- these people that are that do this, and it's becoming more and more celebrities. Some celebrity named Lizzo. I have no freaking clue who that is. I, I really don't. I have no she's idea. Thirty-three-year-old musician that I've never heard. Right. So she's announced it. So so one one celebrity, quote unquote, comes out and says, "Oh, I don't bathe," and instead of saying to ourselves. A, why do I care? And B, literally nobody asked you. I mean, was it just a slow day and you had nothing else to say? And so you thought, well, I'll get, I'll get on social media and announce that I don't bathe. I mean, is that, is that what happened? But really then the rest of them got a weigh in on it. So now we've got Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right, saying he doesn't do it either. And I'm like, well, no, he and Lizzo are saying we don't wear deodorant. Yeah, what's it, the it difference? It seems like bathing is okay, but mm. Lizzo says she doesn't wear deodorant and she smells better. No, she doesn't. I mean, I don't even know who she is, and I can guarantee you she doesn't smell any. She does not smell better than. Well, let me let me give you a counter to that because out of the same Fox News story, actress Yvette Nicole Brown had a small role in Tropic Thunder along with McConaughey. Said that he doesn't have a smell despite not using. He said he hadn't used deodorant for over twenty years. She said, I remember that Matthew McConaughey said that he did not use deodorant and he did not have an odor. My first thought was, I'm going to get as close as I can to see if he's right. My first thought would have been, let's just stay away from him so we don't have to know. But she said, he does not have an odor. He smells like granola and good living. Right. If I wanted to have a scent, I'm pretty sure granola's not on the top of the list. It's probably what he's eating, right? I mean, 
I, I would imagine Matthew McConaughey, especially in that movie, was 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 just constantly munching down and chowing down on on granola. Anyway, I mean, uh-huh. if you put a strong enough smell around people, sure, I guess I guess you go, well, that they don't stink. But I'm just I'm just you know, a movie set has lights, it's hot, people are sweating. I, I've been on TV, Bill. I know you have too, and and it's not a pleasant experience, especially for those of us that are radio guys. It's mm-hmm. I, I just don't I just don't buy this. I don't buy it. I, I, there's a reason why I take three to five showers a day. And, and there you go. Well, yeah, like you said, that that comes from your submarine heritage, right? It does. Did, did everybody on the submarine practice decent hygiene? You would think that would you, be like drilled into you guys. There were people on the boat who were, were had poor hygiene habits, and they were usually uh-huh. quickly corrected because in, in a tight environment like that. That kind of offensiveness, number one, it's unnecessary. And number two, it gets on people's nerves. And the last thing you want around, you know, nuclear weapons is people getting on their nerves. So it's uh, – yeah, That's a good point. Yeah. It, it, it usually got corrected. But, it, but again, even there, you could really only take one every other day or so because of the water limits. So – it's it's like uh, it's like living in so a barracks. Deodorant became necessary on the boat. Oh yeah, deodorant was necessary. Good hygiene habits were necessary, and it's just something that you you, you miss so much that you can't wait to get back home so that you can actually take a long hot shower instead of a thirty second lukewarm. Oh, I can imagine. Well, Jake Gyllenhaal has said he he doesn't see bathing as he says he finds it to be less necessary. So he doesn't bathe regularly. Not that I care, but he was actually in a Vanity Fair interview where he was promoting a new fragrance. Right. And he believes that showering every day is not necessary. I guess if you buy enough of his perfume or whatever, maybe it's not. Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard said they wait for the kids to start stinking before they put them in the tub. <laughs> Jeez. What what you've got a uh, nearly teenager? Yes. I bet you you order him into the shower, don't we, you? We have instituted a new rule just in the last month as he gets ready to start middle school. You will shower every day. Every time you don't shower, you lose your electronics privilege, your computer, your iPad, all that stuff the next day. And until you shower, you don't get it back. So, oh, I think that's yeah, wise. yeah. We uh, get to a couple calls in just a moment, day before we do. I'll remind everybody that the McPherson Financial Group is uh, this hour's sponsor of the program. Art, Julie, Luke, Mark, they all shower regularly as far as I know. I've never had a problem any time I've been around them. And you're not going to have a problem with your retirement plan if you're talking to the McPherson Financial Group. Why? Because they know that planning your retirement is planning your life and that your life and your investments are going to go through changes and, and maybe a regular shower or two. They've got great knowledge, experience, and tools, including their 401k tax mapping. You know, you're investing that money tax-free. Is there a way to mitigate the tax damage that's going to happen when you start drawing that money in retirement? And they can look at that and, and help you get there. Matter of fact, they'll help you compare your current retirement plan with what they can do for you and let you take a look and see what that's like. Reach out to the McPherson Financial Group and see what that is. 321-253-2016 and online at mcphersonfinancialgroup.com. Their show, The Art of Money, happens every weekend on WMMB, Saturdays at 4, Sunday mornings at 9, Sunday afternoons at 3, as they all get together and discuss these things in a very entertaining and informative way with the show called The Art of Money. Thanks to them for bringing the out. Dave Bowman with us. Dave, let's get a call or two in as we're talking this hygiene practices from celebrities. And you know what's sad? 
They're a microcosm of society. There are people around us who are doing these very same things. Let's go to line one. You're up with Bill and Dave. Good morning. Yes, good morning, Bill. This is uh, Barry in uh, Palm Bay. Hey, Barry, long time no here. Hope you and yours are well. Oh, we're doing fine. And I uh, had my shots, and I wear my mask when I need to. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, D- Dave is probably my, uh, my newest uh, uh, celebrity that I think is uh, a fine example of good parenting. That's the problem with our society. You know, our parents uh, don't teach their kids to be self-reliant. Instead, these kids look at uh, sports uh, celebrities, movie celebrities, entertainment celebrities, and they follow what they do, and that's silly. I remember when I joined the Air Force back in 1968, we had uh, two kids in our flight that uh, refused to take a shower after exercising everything, and we gave them a GI party. And we used a Babo cleanser and a stiff brush, and you want to know something? They took a shower twice a day after that. So. <laughs> hey, Dave, what were the – thanks, Barry. It's good to hear from you. Dave, what were, the, what were the cleanliness parties like on a submarine? Well, you know, I mean – and I'm not sure how much I can say here, Bill, because this is radio and I don't want to get any fines or anything. Um, the, the only one I really remember was we had a guy that didn't want to take a shower, didn't want to take a shower, didn't want to take a shower, and he took a shower. And he wasn't happy about it, but he took a shower with a fire hose rather than the actual shower. So, I mean, you got to do what you got to do, but it was bad, man. And we had, yeah, they, they had to, we had to, we had to wash all his bedding and everything else because he wouldn't do it. Oh it my, that'd be horrible. It was. Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson says he showers about three times a day, and in response to all this, he says he takes a cold shower at the mor- in the morning a warm shower after his workout, and a nice hot one when he's done home from work. And he says he does sing, even though it's off-key in the shower. <laughs> well. There's one on the right side. There's there's another reason why I like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Absolutely right. Dave Bowman with us. We get to more of your calls and uh, a little more sports and vaccines and masks. And Dave's got a new mandate in effect today in Washington State. I have a feeling Dave will be non-compliant. We'll talk that. And uh, see what you're thinking as we continue our Monday on Bill McLive. Stay with us. Feen at 1 800 747 free. That's 1 800 747 3733. You know, this is one of those bumper songs that I could just let play. Bachman Turner Overdrop, taking care of business. Not like taking care of bathing with these celebrities anyway. The McPherson Financial Group bringing you this hour of the show. Gatto's Tire and Auto Center bringing you three chances today to win your way to the iHeartRadio Music Festival. Happens every Monday through Friday during the contest period. Going to send you and a guest to the iHeartRadio Music Festival. Two nights plus the daytime village. Uh, it's a trip for two with airfare, hotel, ground transportation between those two, and all the events, plus $1,000 in spending money. And it's a uh, good opportunity for my heart radio for you. Enjoy a great trip to Vegas. Brought to you by Gatto's Tire and Auto Service. So three two one seven six eight twelve forty. if you want to weigh in. Dave, this whole – for one of those things you said, why do we care? It's interesting that a story like Celebrity Bathing brings some interest and gets attention of folks. The other side of it is – they're just a microcosm of society like everybody else. We've got people around us who do this. 
Oh, wait to punch that button for you to be on. There you are, Dave. Good morning. Yeah, we we do, but it, I'm sorry, I was sitting here rocking out the BTO. Um, we, you're right, we do, but at the same time, it comes back to why do we care? Why do we care about Harry and Meghan? Why do we care about anything like that? But for some reason, is is it because we're told the stuff, so we have to care? Is it because our media is so full of it? Is it because social media? I don't know. Well, I think because the idea is so contrary to everything we grew up with that, you know, our parents made us bathe or shower regularly. If you missed a day, there was a problem. And like you've done with Ben, okay, Ben, here you go. You take the shower, and if you don't, guess what? No electronics tomorrow. You get the motivation wherever you get it. And people who live outside that and have weird comments, it, it's, it's, it's like watching a train wreck. You can't help it, right? Right. I think it's just that, to, uh, I, think, I think they just have too much money and they're bored and so they're trying to see with if they can get people to fall for stuff. You know, <laughs> this week let's not shower well, and tell everybody that. Remember, Ashton Kutcher did that uh, prank show, right? Right, right. So, so maybe that could be what they're doing. I don't know. Let's go to Brett, who's in Indiana. Hey, okay, Brett. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Well, for parties. <laughs> And actors particularly are just shallow people with low self-esteem that need attention in life or a living. So when they come out and say that they're not bathing, you know, I look at it as a soft crime for the state of California to start, you know, enforcing more water restrictions on people and then make it seem like it's cool and the hip thing to do. So, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I don't bathe. I'm, I'm perfectly fine. Yeah, you know. So it, I think it's just, it's asinine. It's another thing that you know, it's a distraction with everything going on. You know, we're going to hype up something. Something a little light to, to kick around a little bit and just notice the weirdness of maybe. But, Dave, you lived in California 20 years plus. Do you, you, you think know, there's a water angle for the celebrities, a little environmentalism going on? You know, you'd think that there was, um, but then they would make None a big deal. saying it, though. Right. They'd, they'd make a big deal about that. A few years ago, I don't remember, was it Arnold or Jerry? One of them, one of them put in some pretty severe water restrictions. And I asked the question on the air, never got an answer from the governor's office about, well, what about, you know, we got five major league baseball teams. I think it was eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 minor league teams, plus the football teams. Are you going to tell those guys they can't take showers? I mean, you were telling us we couldn't take showers. Are you going to tell those guys they can't take showers too and water their lawns and all that stuff? Never got an answer to that. So I think these water restrictions are just more virtue signaling anyway. That could be that. Somebody we haven't heard from in a while is with us. Olin is in Palm Bay. Olin, it's good to hear from you. What's on your mind here, pal? Hey, good morning, Bill. Uh, taking the shower, that's one of my favorite uh, times of day. I start out listening to your show at 6 o'clock with a cup of coffee out on my Florida porch. And then around 7, I go to take my shower. And I have a ritual. I get in the shower, cut the water on, and wet my body a little bit in my washcloth and turn the water off. And then I've got my liquid soap. I put it on my washcloth, and I scrub and scrub and scrub and take my time because I turn the water off. And I I really enjoy just scrubbing. And if I couldn't do that every day, boy, I'd be in a bad shape. It and would be different, I, would it not? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, after... I watched that. I turn the water on and uh, rinse all the soap off. You know. Uh huh. So I guess I'm an environmentalist too. 
That must be it. You're taking care of the environment, Owen, and uh, glad to hear from you. I was worried you might have been attacked by the COVID or something. We didn't hear from you for a while. <laughs> no, it is good to talk to you. Oh, I, I still listen. Okay, well, I'm glad you're here and appreciate your thoughts. Let's go to uh, line three. You're next on Bill McLive. Good morning. Hey, good morning. It's Randy. Hey, Randy. So uh, all you pro-shower people, are you all thinking you, we need a shower mandate and maybe a shower passport card to get into <laughs> public? Yeah. You know, given what they're considering, if they're going to do that, maybe we should go that way. Should the school board, should J.J. uh, get in and talk about the shower mandate uh, for school children? If they're going to do the mask, and we're going to get into that in a minute. Uh, Yeah, why not? You you must bathe your kids before you send them to school. It's amazing how similar this is to the mass discussion. That's interesting, and I appreciate it. Randy, good to have you along. Dave Bowman with us, and, yeah, we're shifting gears a little bit, going that direction. Randy just pushed us vaccines, masks, mandates, and the like as we wrap up a Monday on Bill Mick Live. In one minute on WMMB. Dave Bowman with us as we wrap up a Monday. Dave, we're going to shift gears a little bit and maybe get back to some more calls before the hour's done. Got some folks waiting to weigh in with us here. You've got new mandates coming your way in Washington State. Um a uh, mask mandate is back, and now you're talking vaccination for public and private school workers in your state. But they can order everybody to do everything. How's that playing your way? Well, you know, Governor Zero Inslee, the only man to get less votes for president than Kamala Harris, uh, came out last week. This is great. He came out last week and mandated, mandated that all school employees will be vaccinated, all of them, not just the teachers, but but everybody, the janitors, the whole nine yards. Um the beauty of this whole thing was, of course, the unions who hitherto have been very pro-vaccine kind of, <laughs> wait, wait a sec, you can't mandate this the next day. Uh, but the best part of this whole thing, Bill, was the supervisor of public instruction for the entire state was on the news the next morning being interviewed about all this and got pushed on this about, are you really going to fire teachers for not getting their vaccination? And he actually said... Uh, no, we're not going to fire anybody because there's there's exemptions available for personal beliefs and practices. And, and what do you mean? So there's no mandate then. Right. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, if they have a personal belief or a practice and we don't have the people to investigate this. So so if they if they just tell us they have a personal belief or a practice that they can't get the vaccine, they're not going to get fired. This is the this is one of the governor's employees telling people this on the news the next morning. It didn't take about 20 minutes before the governor's office put out a memo saying uh, there are no exceptions. You will there there are no exemptions. You will get a vaccine or you will get fired. And so I'm surprised this guy still has a job today. But, but it was pretty interesting to watch. We For a minute a, there, it was sound like the Biden administration with the president saying there are no problems in Afghanistan, and then his spokespeople saying, yeah, we got problems over there. Right. Except that you know, now you got the governor out there telling us, yeah, of course, he's got the mask mandate back. I'm I'm, I'm done with mask mandates. I, I guess I'm just going to become a hermit. There's no reason to go anywhere now. So I, I, I just don't have, I have no desire to go anywhere well, that requires minute, masks. You were enjoying being defiant last I was, week. And then you I, realized the mandate's not back right, yet. I you thought, thought I you was. had a bunch of company in defying the mask mandate. I You're did. not going to go test those waters today? I thought we were being, you know, we were flying the flag and being defiant and all that. And then come to find out, oh, there's no mandate anyway. No wonder nobody's yelling at us. Well, yeah, that's that's what I found out. And I just I, I just don't want to deal with it. There's too many sheep in this country, too many sheep in this state who are willing to to accept this because, you know, COVID-19 is the the Delta variant, Bill, I don't know if you knew this or not, 
It's the most infectious and deadly disease in the history of mankind. And your cloth mask, which will not protect you from the smoke particles, will protect you from COVID-19. So I heard that on your podcast uh, yesterday, uh, WTF, which means welcome to Florida. Um, yeah, it's not what I mean. Kicking that around it. You were a little boisterous yesterday. I, yeah, I was in a mood yesterday. I'm still in a mood today, and now that I'm sitting here with this visual of Olin in his shower, I'm just trying to hit myself over the head with a hammer to get rid of that. So, <laughs> yeah, and boy, did I have some comments if we were on on, on the podcast that I'd have thrown that direction, but right. not on the radio. Let's get a call or two in before we're done for the day. Line one, you're next on Bill Mick Live. Good morning. Hey, good morning, John in Melbourne. Hey, John. Okay, I'm surprised. I might have missed it. But no one has said if you want to get a diverse or a panorama of international hygiene, you've got to travel overseas. I mean, we're worried about a few people here in the United States that are usually very high standard of hygiene doing these things. And try, you know, go internationally with sporting events or just for travel. And you wonder what the heck is going on. It's like they never heard of it before. So it's not... Uh, it's not something we we take well we take for granted here in the United States. Period. That everybody's going to smell nice, mm-hmm. and there's a massive industry built up around that. But you want to know what's tolerated? Uh, go overseas and find out that man. Do you have a particular favorite odorous destination, John? Oh, anything in the Middle East. Uh, I, I don't know about Israel, but I, uh, uh, Bulgaria. Uh, I got to uh, tell you, with Gal Gadot, I wouldn't Iraq, care. <laughs> Iraq, uh, even uh, where's the other place? Even European countries, uh, uh-huh. things are different. They just don't pay that much attention to it, and uh, they're all well dressed. They're not impoverished or anything. Uh, they just don't smell like we do. And some of the gals and, uh, don't shave the pits. That's another thing. Uh, Dave, thoughts there? You've traveled the world some. I have traveled the world. I've been to Israel. I've been to Europe. I've been to those places. And I will say this about those places, which is that I always come home. Do you know why? Because I like it here, not there. And most travelers do come home because this is better than there. Yeah, that's a good point. That's very, very true. Another call quickly. Line two, you're next on Bill Live. Good morning. Yeah, I uh, heard that our uh, our cleanliness here in, uh, in the United States of America is due to our uh, the the early Christians who believed that uh, cleanliness was next to godliness. Uh, by the way, uh, well, that would explain everybody not taking one now. Mario, we're about out of time. I've got to let you run. Interesting perspective there. To those of you we couldn't get to on the phones, I apologize. It's just one of those days where you called way too late to be part of the program. Dave, what's in a plan for your um, for your kids at school? Was yeah, yeah, I guess real school is underway now, right? No, it starts. Uh the fifth, or the Wednesday before Labor Day, so the kids are going to have to wear masks. They don't have to be vaccinated yet, but that's probably coming. I truly it's not approved for kids yet. No, but it will be. We're 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 we were told by his pediatrician that it'll probably be December. We'll see what happens. I really believe, Bill, that uh, school is going to be. I, I I truly believe they're going to shut down the schools again, which is going to infuriate me. But uh, we'll see what happens. So I, I just. You know, if they if they did what was suggested in hour number two, which I've talked about before, travel the school tax dollars with the kids, and if the kid's going to be homeschooled, the money goes back to mom and dad and let them fund the homeschooling that way, I think you'd see a change in a lot of this. 
Yeah, Rod suggested yesterday that we homeschool, but there's some there's some personal issues for why we're not doing that. And sure, Dave, we got to close it up, man. All I'm right. sorry. Thank you for being here. It's always fun. See you next week. All right, the McPherson Financial Group made it possible, and Paul Davis Restoration brings you the Stormwatch page. Should that be on the horizon? I'll see you in the morning.